Welcome to Chef's Table Podcast Uncut. I'm your host, Chef Chris Brown. I got my co-host here, but before I say his name, he just accused me of, what did you say last episode? I didn't say your name? Say my name. Say my name. What's wrong with your voice? Man, I've been turning up too much. Okay. Well, all right. I don't know if I want to keep using Neutral as a sponsor if they're going, you know, you going out turning up with them now, right? Because O'John got the sponsor Neutral. I want to give him credit for that. And now he's turning up and now he doesn't have a voice. So once again, DM the Chef Table Podcast Instagram. We're looking for a replacement. Can you get John out of here? John, you know, I'm kidding. No. But uh, I got my co-host here, John John. What up? He's so cool, man. I just, I just can't get over how cool he is. Um, before we introduce our special guest today, we'd like to shout out the sponsor, Neutral Vodka Seltzers. Yes, you can sir. get them. I actually got mine at 7-Eleven. They're at all grocery stores. Um, so, you know, they're easy to pick up. You get them individually mm-hmm. or in the four-pack. Um, we got orange today. We didn't have orange last yeah. time. I was sipping on the mango one, but I got the pineapple. We got the orange, so we good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'd like to do another special shout-out to our other sponsor, Humble and Arrogant. You know, we rocking the Humble and yeah, Arrogant. Yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. listening to the podcast you don't see us, just know we look really? fly. If you're nice watching fuck. it, you know, we look fly. Um, one more thing too, I really want to just take this time to thank all the viewers on, uh, that's been, you know, watching on YouTube, uh, the numbers are going up like crazy. I can't explain it. Extremely blessed, thankful. So, uh, don't forget to visit our YouTube channel at chef table podcast uncut. Um, and then I'll, I'll put the link in the description of the video and don't forget to like and subscribe to the page. We're on the path to a thousand subscribers. I think we're at almost eight hundred. So run it, run it up, run it up, run it up. Uh, I was just talking to uh, our guest off camera, and I said, "Man, I did so much research on her. I kind of felt like a stalker. I knew everything about her. I knew where she was, where she's from, her, what her parents did, you know, why she came here, when she got the restaurant, how she got into the restaurant. I just feel like I knew everything about her. So researching is not as as fun as I thought. I kind of feel like a stalker. So. Mm-hmm. Not a stalker, guys. Yeah, okay. Totally so. is. <laughs> Andy is. She's here right now. So Yeah. So let's go ahead and introduce her. Um, amazing restaurant, boy. When I tell you fire, I mean, uh, y'all hiring? Yes. Okay. I'm, I I want to work. I want to work there. I mean, that, Hiring, not looking for help, but hiring. Okay. I can could, I could stage. <laughs> I can intern. When I say the food looks that good, where your boy, Chef Chris Brown, is willing to intern just to get an employee <laughs> meal, it is fire. <laughs> Um, she has been in the game a really, really long time. She's been out in LA holding it down for two years, over two years. Ten. Oh, ten years. Ten, ten years. Okay. Ten here, two in the restaurant. Two in the restaurant. Um, she's already a legend to the culinary world. To me, I will. Lo- I'm. It's just an honor to introduce her. I mean, I've been looking at her page for so long. Mm-hmm. I'm just so happy she's here. Chef Journey Rain. Woo! Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, sometimes you got to give Pleasure. yourself your own audience applause. Yeah. <laughs> that was a long intro, so, you know, I'm well, sorry about that. Well, thank you so much yeah. for having me. I'm super yeah. excited to be here. Like, you guys are dope, except John John's voice right now. But everything else is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. John John's voice is really not the vibe right now. But you're the vibe. It's okay. We blame you. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, you can't do that. All right, Journey. Uh, you know, today's episode in this podcast, I'm sure you've seen some episodes. This is your platform. This is a way for you to express yourself. Let the audience and the guests watching and listening, you know, a little into your life and who you are. Um, you know, tell your backstory, all type of stuff. So we're really excited. So we like to start off with every guest the same. 
just go ahead and open up and let everybody know who you are, a little backstory of how okay. you got here, and the floor is yours. All right, awesome. My name is Journey Ryan. I'm from Dallas, Texas. I was born by the river. No, I'm just saying. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't born up. by the river. Let my older brother tell it. I was born in a taxi. I was adopted. You know how they do. Um, but no, I'm from Dallas, Texas originally. I moved to L.A. Uh, in 2014 as a singer-songwriter. Um, I wanted to write for TV and film. I had a song in a movie with Lance Gross. It's called The Last Fall. Check it out. Oh, wow. But um, I didn't get paid, so I didn't know why, and I ended up going to grad school to get my master's in music business administration um, just to figure out how I can get paid with music. But I never stopped working in restaurants. So like when I moved out here, I was a manager at California Pizza Kitchen. I managed at the Cheesecake Factory at the Grove. I was a manager at the Counter Burgers. So... I worked in restaurants for uh, 24 years. Okay. Um, started when I was 18. That's I started, a long time. I mean, you walking with a limp, or how are you moving around? I mean, okay, so I'm walking with a limp, okay. but it's not because of the industry. It's because I fell last week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, when you get to my age, uh, you can't drink as much and try to run to the bathroom without tripping and falling and hurting your knee and hitting your face on the toilet. But here we are. We're here today, and that's all that matters. Okay. <laughs> I got, you know what? Twenty four years. I'm trying to do the math. I don't want to ask how old you are on camera. I'll be forty two, December thirteenth. Uh, okay. I'm taking Cash App, PayPal. I'm taking the Amazon gift, whatever, whatever. I know it's close to Christmas, but save your coins. Give me a birthday gift. Okay, y'all heard that? She's a. Uh, I'm gonna post my my Venmo and stuff, and then we'll get into her. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Grits and waffles. Looks amazing. I gotta ask, like. How did you come up with that concept? You know, it's crazy. The original concept for my restaurant was called Yvette's Bayou. My middle name is Yvette. My favorite movie is Eve's Bayou. And oh, so I, I was... love that movie. <laughs> I love that right? movie. Samuel. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, so I was going to do a Southern and uh, Creole inspired restaurant. And this was, I wrote the business plan November 6, 2019. And so like, I can write it out. And then March 12, 2020 hit. Oh, we know what that was. Right? Yeah, so I found yeah. a location. And they were like, oh, yeah, check out. Here's the lease agreement. Da, da, da. And I was like, cool, give me a week to check it out or to look over it with my legal team. And then on the 16th, the world shut down. So while I was devastated, but while the world was shut down, I was like, okay, what are we doing? What are the trends in the industry, right? So these are things that people don't ask. So I'm like, what are the trends? So now we got the ghost kitchens coming up. Now, ghost kitchens had already been around, but nobody knew who they were because we didn't care because we go out to eat. But now that we can't go out to eat, we're like, what's a ghost kitchen? I can order my stuff. And that's when I was like, okay, I need to pivot. Everybody's ordering to go. Off-premise takeout was already on the increase, like as far as the trends. So I was like, okay, well, I got to have takeout. It's got to be lit. Shrimp and grit sales had gone up 179% at the beginning of the pandemic. So I was like, and then I was going to people's like parties and birthday parties because, you know, we were still doing like wild, crazy, like COVID, we all dying, whatever comes to my house, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) So I would always take shrimp and grits. I remember one time I have a friend named Ty. Shout out to Ty at Long Beach. Shout out to Ty at Long Um, Beach. Ty would always be like, yo, you got to bring shrimp and grits, shrimp and grits. And so one day we went to a party. And my girlfriend was like, yo, don't bring shrimp and grits. You don't want to be the shrimp and grits girl. And I was like, cool. (laughs) (laughs) How come no one wants to be like, like, yeah. I was like, cool. I'll bring like nacho dip or something. Everybody was 
pissed. I got there. They were like, where the shrimp and grits? <laughs> like, oh, they were so no. mad. So I kind of came, became the shrimp and grits girl. And because they travel so well, I was like, well, you know what? Let's just open a ghost kitchen and let's just do takeout and delivery. And let's just see if people for brunch during the week as much as I fuck. Because I, I, I'll eat waffles every day. Mm. But when I go out to eat, it's chicken and waffles, shrimp and grits, French toast. It's on the weekend only. Yeah. And so I went to a restaurant. They had shrimp and grits on the menu. And I was like, y'all want to get this? And they were like, oh, it's Thursday. We don't have it on Thursday. And I said, I'm not going to call this restaurant out. I'm going to let you know who it is after this, though. Um, I said, man, when I open my restaurant, <laughs> we're going to have shrimp and grits every hey, day. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you know what we had? We had fire. Man, so that, so that restaurant was the, was the fire, huh? It was. It was <laughs> and it's a, it's a huge restaurant. They are a huge staple in the community. I love what they do. Oh, I say that. Come on. So you got to say the, the Come on. You got to say the name. It's the Serving Spoon. Okay. The Serving mm-hmm. Spoon. Okay. But I send people to the Serving Spoon, Court Cafe, Poppy and Rose, Fix okay. It all the time. Like, because mm-hmm. I, I'm in a small restaurant. I have nine tables. Okay. So <laughs> literally at 915, I'm on a 45 minute wait. Because as soon as people come in, all nine tables are set. It's going to yeah. take you 30, 45 minutes to get your food. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, hey, if you don't want to wait, there's a black-owned restaurant, Poppy and Rose, off 7 and, Ra- Seven and Wall Street, you know, downtown. You got fixing right down the street. If you cool with going down here, go to Court Cafe. Like, I am sending people to other black-owned restaurants like it is nothing because at the end of the day, I want us all to win. Yeah. Okay, let's, I want I want to touch on this. I'm getting like the, you know, pro-black. I'm here to help support other black people. Are you, You're not from L.A., huh? No, I'm okay. not. And I don't mean that in a <laughs> negative way, you know, because we're, we're L.A. natives. I just mean um, people from the South, I'm assuming the South. Yeah, Texas. They have, Texas, there you go. They have a natural, like, when you go, you're in Texas. Uh, I went to Dallas one time, mm-hmm. and it caught me off guard. Everywhere I go, people are saying, hi. Hey, how are you? It's almost yeah. like a mini conversation. Here, you Ain't say hi that. to someone, it's an issue. You're like, yeah. When I moved you, down yeah. here, right, somebody was like, you're not from here, are you? And I was like, how you know? They were like, because you speak to people. Yeah. Like, that was literally, yeah. it was like, I can't speak. Like, I can't, yeah. <laughs> like, for real, no, for real. People look at you weird for saying yeah, hi out here. But I get it. Now that I've been here, I'm like, okay, I kind of get it because you never know who wants something from you. You mm-hmm. never know what they want. So it's kind of like easier to just be like, yo, I'm just going to keep my head down and not say nothing. You know, and then mm-hmm. there's, then you have like, being from Texas is so many black people and we're black Americans. And so when you come out here, you have so many black people that are all over the African mm-hmm. diaspora. We don't share this common culture, right? Mm-hmm. Like my girlfriend um, is Afro-Latina. So I remember when we first started dating, she was like, you can eat anything for the rest of your life. What do we, I was like, collard greens, mac and cheese, you know what I'm saying? And she was like, rice, beans, and plantains. I was like, what? Yeah, I'm a Mexican food person. I'm with her. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. like, I never had ceviche no. until she was like, we should, well, she does this thing where she's like, we should do this. And what she means is I should cook it. She was like, we should make ceviche. And I was like, I've never had ceviche. And now I will put my ceviche up against, mm. like, anybody in L.A., like, really. I- like I have amazing ceviche. That just goes to show you, John. <laughs> that's crazy. Like what food? Like just where you are and where you're from. Like man, ceviche. We all we know what ceviche yeah. is. We know it was young age, but you know someone from Texas. They're like, what's that? Like you tell them how how you prepare and everything, and they're like, Ooh, what? I'm you like, know? I don't yeah. like it. Don't yeah, like it. yeah. Well, I thought it was when I when she said it. I was like, I thought gazpacho. My mind went to gazpacho. Yeah. And I was like, I don't like tomatoes. You know, what I'm saying <laughs> I don't like it. And she was like, Nah. So then. She 
told me like how it was made and I was like, all right, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna add this to it. And then I started doing like a little garlic and I started throwing in my little Creole seasoning oh, with the ceviche. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's fire. So, um, I look for a reason to make ceviche anytime because obviously we don't carry that at Grits and Waffles. Yeah, well, I'm a big ceviche fan, so <laughs> shout too. out to your girlfriend. Are you you guys? Are, I'm assuming you're still together, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've okay. been together seven years. Okay, what's her she name? She stuck with me. Her name is Lauren. Lauren. Okay, Lauren. Lorena. Um, Lorena. I don't know if being stuck with her is a good or bad thing, but shout out to you for putting her on ceviche. Yeah. Shout out to her. Um, when it comes to um, when it comes to grits and waffles. What is a staple of that business? Like, I'm assuming it's shrimp and grits, right? No. See, that's right? the, see, that's what I'm assuming. So right, that's me. what it should be. So, grits and waffles is Southern-inspired brunch items, okay. right? So, like, yeah, we have shrimp and grits. We also have fried catfish and grits. We got wings and waffles, tenders and waffles. We have fried deviled eggs. Ooh, we have yeah, we have collard green dip. Like Damn. you ain't never. Yeah, the collard green dip yo, was crazy. Fire, Damn. crazy. Fire, fire, fire. We make the chips. Everything is made from scratch, mm-hmm. right? I didn't know. I I grew up. I started cooking when I was seven. I didn't know that people didn't know how to cook. I didn't know that was a thing. And so when I got older, I didn't even know you could make banana pudding using like fake pudding, like Bill Cosby pudding. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was a thing until I was in my twenties. Because my entire family cooks, and it yeah. was just kind of like, this is what we do. Right. So you're from a you're from a from scratch background. Yeah. Where some people are, they know how to cook, but they need the instant assistance. Yeah. Right, that right, makes right. Sense. Yeah. We, and instant assistance is great, uh, <laughs> but it's kind of like sometimes actually doing instant stuff me up even more. Throws you off. So like for me, like even at Grits and Waffles, I make the Creole seasoning from scratch, mm-hmm. the fish fry, the chicken fry. When I first opened, I was like, let me try like Louisiana, Tony Shasher. You know, so I'm trying yeah. all these already established things. And I was like, I don't like the flavor. It's too salty. You know, so let me just do it myself. And I think earlier we were kind of talking about being a control freak in the kitchen. My control freak manifests as I need these recipes to be exactly what I need them to be. So if this is how much salt going in them, this is how much this, 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 that's what it needs to be. Consistency is the key to success key. in all restaurants, mm-hmm. which is why there's a McDonald's all over the world. Right. Because the Big Macs don't taste the same in L.A., in Texas, in Florida, and New York. Yeah, yeah. It was a little different in Spain, but <laughs> that was a flex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Let me ask you a question now. Now, like you said off air, we talked about being a control freak. Does that hurt you? Because I know that hurt me. As far as now, I do everything. I know how everything is supposed to go. I know how it's supposed to taste, how it's supposed to be plated. I cannot be away from the restaurant, which means I cannot. I miss. I might miss, miss kids' games, you know, family stuff, trips with my wife mm-hmm. because of that paranoia of something going wrong because I'm a control freak. Have you experienced that yet? Has that backfired on oh, you? Oh, yeah, 100%. So for me, when I first opened the ghost kitchen, it was just me. Like, I didn't have a other chef. I didn't have a dishwasher. I didn't have, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would call Lauren and be like, can you come with me and help me wash dishes? You know, so it was just me. So not only from a controls freak perspective, I was doing all by myself. When I first opened the brick and mortar, I was literally, I don't know if you ever played this game, but it's called Diner Dash. Where you oh, got yeah, like yeah. the person yeah, and yeah, she yeah. take the order. And she <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was me. Like I was like, you come in, I take the order. I was like, How you doing? My name is Journey. I'm the owner. What can I get for you to eat? Da, da, da. Put it in the computer, go cook, back, it, cook it, bring it out. Like it was crazy. So like for me knowing 
how everything goes, it was difficult, but I read a book called Systemology. And this book changed my outlook on things. And so for me, I'm like, I just need to get systems in place to where I don't have to be there. And so if I have the systems there and I have those key employees who can implement these systems, then I don't need to be there. Because my goal is not to have grits and waffles for the rest of my life. It's to sell that. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Angel, I love grits and waffles. This is my baby, right? Like, I gave birth to this mother. When right. it turned 18, yeah, yeah, somebody else going to have to take, take it. Care I don't care if it's Brinker. I don't care if it's Darden. It's going to be some parent umbrella company, and they aren't going to take it unless I have the systems in place. And in order to do that, I have to step away mm-hmm. from, you know, like, hey, what? Because there are some times where I'll be like, if I'm still doing the work, I need to hire somebody to replace whatever I'm doing because mm-hmm. I got to get the f- out of here. <laughs> like That's the goal. No I got to get out of here because I can't grow the business yeah, if I'm working stuck. in the business. Yeah. Staff. For me, that was always the issue. Staff. Um, love them. Hate them. You get some real diamonds and you get some some not so good ones. Um, how is your staff as of right now? Like, is your staff, you know, do they hold it down for you or do they stress you out or is it a mix? Like just dive in a little bit about your staff. It's it's a little bit of both, right? So when I, if you look at my business plan, one of my core values is work-life balance. So grits and waffles is my dream. So if you as a staff member are coming to help me cultivate my dream, then me as an owner want to help you cultivate yours. So for example, I had a girl come in, she applied for a server. And I was like, well, what do you do? What is your background? Her background, she had a, a degree in marketing. And I was like, you're not going to wait tables here. You're going to be my marketing manager. So my thing is I want to put people in place where they thrive. Right? I like that. I like yeah. that. So I can't, I can't take a bread knife and try to cut an onion with it and then be mad that it's not cutting the onion properly. So I need to use whatever tool – for that thing. So if the tool is marketing, that's what I'm going to do. If the tool is, hey, I thought you were going to be a great expo, but you turn out to be an amazing host, I'm going to move you there. So like, or like, what do you want to do? What are your dreams? What are your goals? What are your aspirations? And I'm going to fuel that so you can kind of fuel what I got going on here. Because other than that, you don't have any buy-in. Mm-hmm. Like, what are doing it for? A check? I can't pay you that much. You know what yeah. I'm saying? This is L.A. Right. I can't pay you $28 an hour. You can literally sign up for Instawork mm. and, and do a catering gig for the Emmys and, you know, get 28 bucks an hour. I can't pay you that. So I need to give you something else. See, and if you're listening right now on the streaming or if you're watching like that, that style of, of ownership and leadership, I admire that. That's like. You know, you hear that thing a boss versus a leader. Mm. That's a leader. She's I'm hearing she wants everybody around her to be successful. Yeah, she's not right. hiring no losers, and I don't want to offend anybody, win. but she's yeah. hiring people that are doing something for themselves. Strive. They're assisting her in her dream while working on their own, right. own dream, and I respect that. That that's yeah. really dope. I mean, that's, that's the L.A. hustle. Like yeah. everybody who's working, especially the restaurant industry out here, they're not. Nobody went to school and was like, you know what? I think I want to be a, res- a restaurant mm-hmm. server for the rest of my no. life. Yeah. Nobody does that. Yeah. So it's kind of like, well, in this season and in this time, this is what you're doing for me. So what can I do for you? We do like a highlight. 
So we do like a employee highlight and it's like, hey, this is what this person is doing. Check out them over here. Like we send oh, it out okay. to our um email blast. So Oh damn, that's what's up. Okay. Who's the top employee at um Grits and Waffles? DeCorey Whitman. DeCorey, she said that quick, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because DeCorey actually was a server. <laughs> He was a server of mine when I managed at the, the Cheesecake Factory. Okay. And so he was thinking about going back to the Cheesecake Factory, and he hit me up. He was like, yo, you hiring for your restaurant? I was like, yeah, of course. Amazing, amazing server. I get the most five-star Yelp, Yelp reviews from him. Okay. Ooh, she said the word. Like Voldemort from Harry Potter. Or and, you know, say and Google. Yelp. Say Yelp. Okay, okay. Yelp, Yelp around here is, is very Yelp. sensitive. We hate yeah. it. I give no, Yelp is awful. Yeah, they okay. Are, they are literally the devil, and whoever works for Yelp is probably going to have, like, something really bad happen. Oh, yeah. We're we, we going to get back to the Yelp. Okay, mm -hmm. so we got this, um, the, the best employee. We don't want to say worst employee because we don't want to, you know, hurt anyone's feelings. A friend who, of mine of 15 years. Okay. She's a great person. She's great to hang out with. She has a great personality. People like her when she's waiting tables, but she's not a team player. She's one of the servers who will is kind of more focused on the money that she's receiving as mm -hmm. far as tips. Then I rarely, rarely, rarely have complaints about service. Most of my complaints are because the food took too long. But when I do, mm -hmm. it's her. <laughs> like every single mm. time that I've had a guest complaint, it has been. I did go through the Yelp. I was telling John, I said, John, I said, I was going through her Yelp, and it was really hard to find some bad reviews. Everything was so good. Everything was I know. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard you to gotta find. Dig, you gotta dig. You gotta yeah. So most of the time, I just click it, and then one or two are right there. But mm -hmm. um, no, shout out to that. That's that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to ask you a question. There's a big battle. I don't want to say just in the black community. You say the brunch community too. Grits. I like my grits cheesy, savory, salty, green oniony. I love. Oh and God. when I think of sweet sweet grits, I'm like, nah, I'm that's disgusting. Have you tried them? I have, I have, and have you tried them fried? I have, I have. Fried sweet grits. Where was no, that? no, 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 no. Fr uh, fried cheesy grits. I, I personally done those before. I never tried uh, the fried so sweet grits. So I implore you to try the fried sweet grits at Grits and Waffles with the peach cobbler filling or bourbon syrup. Ooh, okay. I promise you it'll change your life. Okay, I'm ready to change my <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> okay, well, hold on. Let me just get to this real quick. You got this. Which one are you? Because... That's about, and I, and I want to know from. I don't want to call you the shrimp and grits lady. I know we joked about I, that hey, off I camera. Am. Oh, she I okay. Am. I'm stepping <laughs> okay. into I want to ask the grits lady, and because uh, this is a battle in my household. You know, we had grits the other day, and she put sugar all in, and I was like, ah. Which one are you? I'm by ritual. You're by ritual. I like that. <laughs> by ritual. <laughs> by ritual. So okay. So here's the thing: if I'm doing bacon and eggs and like toast or whatever, yeah. I want my grits with butter and sugar. If mm. I do like catfish and grits or shrimp and grits i want it with you know savory with cheese so okay. i'm 100 by gritual by gritual. i have people Damn, like who will that. come in and get cheese grits and put sugar in it like i'm like Shit. i love them like so grits ways. and waffles is a they go both ways right grits and waffles is a safe space to enjoy and eat your grits the way you want to we are so culture focused yeah. that it don't. And what's crazy is when I first opened, nobody was eating sweet grits. Like I was like, these people are ashamed. <laughs> like they are ashamed. Like, like where am I? Yeah. But now, like 
it's still I'll probably go through four batches of cheese grits and two batches of sweet grits. Mm. Like it used to be I was throwing away sweet grits at the mm. end of the day. So I just want people to know that grits and waffles is a safe space for you to enjoy your grits however you want to enjoy them. However you want it. <laughs> however you want it. Oh, I'm gonna give you a pass. Give you a pass on that one. Because your voice is all messed up from party. I know. Okay, Journey Rain. I love your name. Thank Journey you. Rain. Yeah, Journey Rain. Beautiful. Yeah, you sound like a fighter. Um now, I'm I'm gonna let you is it I'm gonna let you tell the guests listening and the viewers. Is there something about you that people wouldn't know looking at you or looking at the restaurant or the social media? Do you have like some sort of I'm hidden? bilingual? Okay. That's I'm not bilingual. what I that, that's not what I was going at. I'm going at something else. <laughs> <laughs> talent, talent, talent wise, talent wise, is there something people wouldn't know looking at you frying chicken and whipping up grits and smacking mac and cheese? So I'm a singer songwriter, but the thing that's, that's crazy is I have people know me in different spaces, right? Mm -hmm. So like there are some people who know me as the karaoke host slash bartender. Okay. There are some people who know me as a singer songwriter. There are people who know me as the girl on the Popeye's commercial or the girl in whatever TV show, because you come out here and you start doing all kind of stuff. Um, but, yeah, no, I play guitar, flute, piano. I'm a singer-songwriter. Um, I am bilingual. Okay. I, I, I have a, a bachelor's degree in Spanish. I studied abroad in Spain and Costa Rica. So a lot of times people don't see me. Um, my government name is Veronica. So uh, it's Veronica Butler, which Damn. when I'm emailing people, right, and they see the name, they don't they don't know I look like this. Yeah. So <laughs> one of the things <laughs> that was interesting is like, especially being in LA, right? So yeah. they see Veronica and they're like, oh, she might be white or Latina. <laughs> and they see the last name Butler and they were like, but her husband white, right? Um, so they're like, oh my God, we love your concept. This is great. Da -da -da -da. You just come look at the space. And then I show up and they're, oh, like, they're like, we're gonna need two years of rent uh, oh, showing in your account that you can. So I've really been able to see kind of like the disparity, mm -hmm. <laughs> the, yeah. the racial disparity yeah. out here. But um, yeah, I think those are kind of my quote unquote hidden talents being bilingual, being a singer songwriter, playing guitar, flute, piano. She has a beautiful voice. I heard a song <laughs> last night. We played it a couple of times. Uh, you have a very beautiful voice. Thank you. Very, very talented. <laughs> Not only can you make uh some some, I keep saying smack and mac and cheese because that video, on, the on, smack man. and mac is fire. That nice. video on your social media page. By the way, uh, smack stop what you're doing right now. You don't gotta close out the apps if you got an iPhone. Don't play me. Go on Instagram <laughs> right now. Uh, shout out the Instagram. Shout out the social medias real quick. Go ahead. Grits and waffles, everything like literally is with a Z, right? G R I T Z, yep. The letter N, like November, and then waffles is with the Z, W A F F L E Z. Everything grits in waffles, yeah. Check out her Instagram. Her, you're definitely going to want to go there after you see it. That Instagram is the content on there is, is crazy. The mac uh, yeah. and cheese was literally the hardest thing that I had to, and it goes back to kind of that relinquishing control, right? Mm -hmm. I went through eight recipes, Damn. the first six yeah only i could execute it and so i was like well if can't nobody else make it yeah. i'm never gonna get out of here because you can't 86 it if you're not gonna be there be like right, hey i'm not right, there right. 86 so and mac and cheese for today i can pick somebody off the street and and be like hey do this this and this and they can they can recreate the mac and cheese this mac and mac and it's fire it's fire i gotta ask with the voice and the talent you know you're playing the guitar singing 
why not go that route? Was uh, and where did that talent come from? Do you have somebody in your family that plays? My dad is okay. a musician, so my dad is literally the best guitarist I know. Like, okay, I've never heard anybody play better than him. My girlfriend, we went to Dallas and we went to a show of his. And I thought she was gonna throw her drawers at him. Like she was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, listen, what? Like, can I have your autograph?" <laughs> like Damn. he is phenomenal. Phenomenal. He just don't work well with others. That's why he ain't. You know. Okay. Okay. But um. He's the best guitarist I know. He's not a great vocalist. Mm-hmm. My mom's a good singer, but she never, like, she grew up in the church, so it's kind of like, you know, she sings mm-hmm. because her dad was a pastor yeah. and she had to play piano and sing. But, yeah, my my dad is was the the music guy. Okay. So you come from, she, man, what a talented family, man. <laughs> uh, we got, oh, you got to hear We got cooking. We got, yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> all right. I'm going to play a little game with you. So I got some of your menu items here, right? Okay. And what we're going to do is I'm going to name two, and you got to tell me the one you're going to keep. Okay. Okay? All right. You ready? I'm scared. Let's go through it. <laughs> All right. And you got to be honest. You got to, whichever one you choose. So basically, whichever one you don't choose is being off the menu. We're just like that. So okay. you, which one's the keeper? Okay. Let's go ahead and start this game. Which one would you remove? Or which one would you keep, actually? Okay? So the first one. Shrimp and grits or catfish and grits? Catfish. Which one are you keeping? I'm keeping the catfish and grits. Okay, so the shrimp and grits lady is keeping the catfish and grits. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm going to yeah. tell you why, though. Yeah. Because uh, it's really hard to find good fried catfish in L.A. Man, and, and, you shit ain't lying. Like, people ask me, they'll be like, should I get the wings or should I get the catfish? I'm going to say the catfish every time because my catfish is fire, top five, not number five. So... I really, really would, and and this is the thing, right? Grits and waffles, we have risk-free dining. Mm-hmm. If you get it, you don't like it, you don't eat it, you don't pay for it. Period. Wow. That's been the complete opposite of our last four guests. <laughs> They're like, you bought like, it, you eat it, you know, no matter what. No, Everybody's different, though. Well, but Everybody's is, different. I come from a corporate background. Okay. And if you go to Cheesecake Factory and be like, I didn't like this, they're going to take it off your chest. Yeah, they will. Like, yeah. period. Coffee. So, it's the same thing. And with me being a new business, it's like, you don't know what like yeah. you don't know if you're gonna like it i'm real i've never had a walk tab i've never had anybody walk a chair. oh wow okay i've been open almost a year now okay never because if we drop the ball yeah we're gonna fix it before you get out the door mm. so if if we mess up your food if we whatever you don't like it you don't eat it you are not paying for it period. okay so catfish and grits all day this is exactly why i don't see no bad yelps like that <laughs> the service unreal all right next one I think we answered it, but I'm going to go ahead and ask this anyway. Sweet grits or savory grits? Now, you do have to answer this one because I know you say you're, what did she say? She buy? I'm by gritual. By gritual. But going, now you do got to answer this one. I'm going to take off the sweet grits. I'm going to keep the cheese grits. Okay. Because they're the highest seller and money talks bullshit walks. Okay. <laughs> I hope you heard that, Rosa Brown. She chose savory over sweet. All right. Oh, this is going to be a, going to be a tough one right oh, here. Oh, God. The fried devil eggs. Or the fried sweet grits? I'm keeping the fried deviled eggs. Oh, okay. All right. So just sweet grits out of here in general. Yeah. Okay. All right. All well, right. yeah, because you get the fried deviled eggs with bacon bits or sauteed shrimp or fried shrimp Damn, on top. Yeah, it's fire. fire. You got to chill with the descriptions. John, <laughs> John can't control himself. Um, and John's actually, chewing on the mic right now. deviled eggs. They're <laughs> celestial eggs because they're heavenly. Okay. Ooh, okay. All right. All right. Next one. Peach cobbler waffle or the waffle sandwich? I'm going to keep the peach cobbler waffle. It's my highest selling waffle yeah i have uh maybe nine different waffle options and peach cobbler waffle is the highest one 
after the regulars, the regular regulars, like just regular waffles, yeah. powdered sugar. That's funny you said that because the first time I ran across your restaurant before we started uh, communicating with each other, that was the first thing I saw was the peach cobbler <laughs> waffle. I don't even know what to say. It's, Somebody was like, you just ought to make peach cobbler. And I said, y'all not going to have me up in here making crust. I do have a crust <laughs> recipe. But I was like, here's the thing. I got one reach-in refrigerator. Yeah. And it ain't the three-door, it's yeah. the two-door. So where am I going to keep that, number one? Number two, and she was like, well, just make it once a month. I said, so your cousins could come after me for being out yeah, of it? Nah, yeah, 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 that. yeah. They don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Black people love that peach cobbler, boy. Yeah, I'm about it. All right, last one. Oh, man, I'm getting hungry eating these. The collard green dip or the tenders and grits? Collard green dip is staying. Okay. It is my, between the collard green dip and the celestial eggs, those are my highest selling appetizers. And those, that you can't find that nowhere in LA. Now, some people have the fried devil eggs. I never eggs. heard of that, just so you know. Yeah. With the fried deviled eggs, they have them at Fixins, and they also yeah. have them at a place called Black House. Yeah. I was a big fan of Black House. Oh, shit. Um, because I used to work there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love them, though. Um, but that was what, you know, somebody took it and didn't wait for me to give mm. them the recipe. Yeah. And I was like, ah, you did it the way you thought you should have done it, but that ain't the way it's done. Mm. Uh, Fixins has a really good one, though. I did go there and I tried theirs out, but I still think mine is better. Um, but the collard green dip, you can't find that nowhere in L.A. Like, nowhere How'd in you come LA. up with that? Man, okay, the real... <sighs> so, you're a chef, right? Yes. And you know that when you make a menu, you want to reuse things. So yes. I can't to have lower the, one thing yeah. for everything, right? So I wanted to do spinach dip, yeah. but I didn't have spinach. And I was like, I can't bring spinach in for one thing, but I do already got collard greens. Yeah, so cross-utilization, like, if you're yeah. listening, if you're not in the you – know, so a lot of our viewers probably are in the restaurant industry. Cross-utilization is key when making a menu. It avoids waste, you know. The goal is every month is to have a low food cost. So if I'm bringing in items and using it for one thing, my food cost is going to be high as opposed to I got collard green dip, I got collard green sides, I got, you know, collard greens in this. Now I'm using it three different ways, lowering the, the increase in the yield, lowering the cost. So that's basically what she's saying. And collard greens have a longer shelf life than a lot of other things. Mm -hmm. So it it was definitely because I already had collard greens. And, and then I do a um, breakfast quesadilla. And I was like, I'm only using this tortilla for the quesadilla. What if I cut the tortilla up, deep fried it for chips, and served it with the collard green dip? And that's kind of how that all came about. I like that. Oh, I nice. like that. Okay. Super creative. I just got to know for me personally, uh, you you got a nickname, The Bird? It's just Bird. Bird? Uh, okay. I, that's How'd you get that nickname? I, I, just because when I was doing some research on you, I noticed that stood out to me, and I just wanted to ask you, <laughs> where'd the nickname come from? It's it's like um I don't know, right? So my when I was born I was very high yellow. I had mm -hmm. really big eyes, I still do, and I had three strands of hair on my head like Tweety Bird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it was like bird. But let my aunt Reva tell it, it's cause my daddy just really liked chicken. <laughs> he was like bird because i like eating bird you know what i'm saying yeah. so, um but it's it's my childhood nickname like all my family members still call me bird my my closest best friends call me bird so it's okay. just you know and when soul food came out and they had um bird yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay you know? well hopefully after the podcast we can call it bird yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah 100%. you got a nickname john just john john no nah, you got a nickname you didn't have no nickname growing no, up just john, okay john. i feel like that's not true I'm, Where are you from? Um, all all South Bay. 
Okay. Yeah. South Bay people, let us know what y'all called John John back in the day. Cause I we gonna be we gonna find out. We gonna find out. <laughs> nah, actually, I did have one nickname. What oh, now it? it come out. Yeah. <laughs> he don't want to say it. Go ahead, go ahead, go nah, ahead. I did. They call me Torta. No, Torta. Torta. <laughs> okay, now hold on, real quick. <laughs> If you if you're listening to the podcast on the stream, John is a very fit man. He's ripped, ripped. Okay, so this is just for the listeners, the viewers. I can't save you, John. So they're gonna see you. Um, my nickname was Peanut, Peanut because my head was deformed when I was born. Oh wow! And it looked like a little okay. peanut. Black people are so mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so covered peanut or what? Yeah, my my dad just said this the other day at my son's football game. He's telling my wife, "Yeah, I was worried. I asked the doctor, is everything okay?" But apparently, my head was so deformed it looked like a peanut. Yeah. It was like pointy at the top wow. and everything. So well, that's, it looks fine now. Yeah, it, it, it looks all right you know, now. It did a thing. It did yeah. a thing. Okay. Yeah, I went to Doctor Miami. You know, I got the, the, got my head done. <laughs> my brother's nickname is Potato Head, and I don't know okay. why. Okay. I just feel like sometimes black people can be really mean. And like my dad, he'll call like my you know friends Thick House, or, you know Mr. Peabody. Like he's just they're just mean. It's so. almost like uh, you don't know if you've seen any Kevin Hart documentaries. His dad's always giving people nicknames. You call the lady Wings because she had the fat under her arms. <laughs> oh my <Yeah>. goodness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm glad you answered that. You know we oh well, thank you for answering because now we got John's yeah, nickname, but we want we won't call you that. No, we gonna call you John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> I gotta ask because we uh, we ask every guest that comes on. We call it good cop bad cop. I don't know if you've seen any of the episodes before, but. Um, you got to give us an answer. Okay. You have to. Uh, John's going to ask you what's your favorite restaurant. And um, I'll ask you mm. what's the worst restaurant you ever eaten at. And then we're going to do most overrated. So, okay. So, out of all the restaurants you've ever eaten at. Out of all the restaurants. Sounds like Batman. <laughs> Go ahead. So, you're doing good, John. And, uh, like, what's your favorite restaurant? Grits and waffles. Your own restaurant. I ate there one time. I actually had a day off. Man. Um, well, not a day off, but I had some hours off. And I called my girlfriend and I said, hey, you want to do a brunch date at Grits and Waffles? And I really just wanted to see what the experience was like. I got to see a lot of things. One thing I saw, I needed a host. Right. Because we walked mm -hmm. in and I was like, nobody. Ain't nobody greeting me. Like, who going to sit me down? But uh, we ordered something called a soul food scramble, which is on the secret menu. Damn. Um, it's uh, scrambled eggs, uh, cheese, collard greens, um, your choice of protein. <laughs> so you can get like bacon, chicken tenders. We got ours with chicken tenders Fuck. and um, got a piece of Texas toast, buttery Ooh, Texas toast served with like Creole gravy on the side. What? Oh my God, it was so good. That's why yeah. it's not a secret, man. No, like it was yeah, that's why it's that's not a secret. Yeah, and yeah. Honestly, the service was on point. I'm not even going to lie. Like, like um, I think my server was Jasmine at the time. She still works there. But service was great. Um, Shout out to Jasmine. Great service. <laughs> yeah. No, like, literally, I was like, I would have gave you 4.8. And, and not just saying because cause I'm my heart, I'm my own yeah. worst critic. But the only thing that I didn't like was when I got there, there was nobody to seat me. So I really didn't know what was going on. I was like, okay. so do I just sit myself? Da, da, da. So no cap, grits and waffles has been uh, one of my favorite restaurants. I like crustaceans mm -hmm. and, you know, like the... Yeah. Mastro's. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody does. Everybody loves it. Okay. What's the worst restaurant you've eaten at? All around experience. Food bad, service bad. Out, like LA? Yeah, LA, yeah. yeah. 
and you gotta answer it. You can you can ask for some help if she if she wants to help you. Okay, I'm gonna answer this, and I'm gonna say that I know the owner personally, and I think this owner is absolutely amazing. But this owner has never worked in restaurants, and I feel like that's where the divide comes in. I agree. Don't say it. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, it's Black House. Okay. So Black House is a black-owned restaurant. It's in the Valley. The potential there is astronomical. But the service was awful. The food is inconsistent. Um, the owner is not present. Um, the owner's never worked in restaurants before. But the owner is the reason that I opened my restaurant. So... Mm-hmm. I have to shout out to TC. Yeah. Um, it was the first female, black, queer person that I ever saw open a restaurant. And when I saw her do it, I was like, oh, I can do this. But yeah, the absolute worst experience I've had. And just because we're asking you a worst experience, that's not bashing because, you know, criticism is key. Like, it's happened to me before. I've had people come to the restaurant and had a horrible experience. So I need to go back to the drawing board, right. figure out why was it horrible something wasn't accurate something wasn't right service wasn't bad so that's just kind of like criticism right but we ask it in that way right right right. what was the most overrated that you've ever been roscoe's chicken and roscoe's mm-hmm. i agree with you on that um, one yeah. why so i came out to la i think as an adult uh, in 2003 and i went to roscoe's i think on pico and even back then me my two best friends we were like Oh, bitch, we could have went to the Waffle House. Yeah. Uh, my chicken is always overcooked. Always, always, always mm, overcooked. It's dry. always dried out. Um, the waffle is mediocre at best. Um, they don't use real butter. They don't use real ingredients. He's at whipped butter, I believe, right? Yeah. In the yeah, tubs? Yeah. Yeah, and you can taste the yeah. difference. Um, I think they put sugar in their greens. I don't know. Okay. But, like, I think I've had, I had the mac and cheese greens, the... Um, Maybe the Obama special. I think the menu was overwhelming. They changed the Obama special name back, which I'm cool with. You know, everybody I, I was mad. I just think the menu is overwhelming. Yeah. Like, I don't need to know all these niggas' names. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, who, <laughs> who, is, who is Jacqueline? Like, you know, the Jacqueline special. Who are these people? Right. So I think the menu is a little overwhelming. Um, they don't split checks. That is a huge pet peeve oh, of mine. Wow. I don't know everybody who's here. A lot of times we have like people who have birthdays. And yeah. So let me tell you right now, Grits and Waffles gonna split a check. We gonna split an appetizer uh-huh. sixteen ways of stuff. Okay. okay. We're going to split a check. We they wouldn't split a check. We had somebody there who was a vet, and they do a military discount. But then they were like, "Well, we can only do it on his food." Well, how? What the yeah. How if yeah. you don't split, yeah. don't split a check? Yeah, exactly. And then he said, "Oh, well, I ate all this." You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, Roscoe's is gonna be my most overrated. Yeah. Being from another state, Texas, did you hear about Roscoe's? Because I feel like yeah. you know that's like a, a yeah, everybody yeah. talks about it. So that's probably what made it even more disappointing. I came, right. we came here, and we're like, we gotta go to Roscoe's. When yeah. I wrote my business plan for grits and waffles, one of my visions, like, so you have your mission statement. My vision statement is to be the number one destination brunch restaurant in L.A. So when you come to L.A., people are going to say, yo, you got to go to Hollywood, you got to hit Santa Monica Pier, and you have to eat at Grits and Waffles. Mm. Like, that was my vision for the restaurant. When I first opened, people were – I had people from, like, Germany, from Australia, like, everybody – Like, dope. about That's 80% dope. of my people that came to eat were from out of town because mm-hmm. they found me on Google. And I was like – not coming back. Yeah. <laughs> they better go home. Yeah, I need local. to change my vision yeah. statement. <laughs> but um, yeah, I want to be the number one destination brunch restaurant. I have a question I want to ask you, just with something you said earlier, um, and we we can go ahead and dive into the Yelp portion. 
I didn't see too many bad reviews. A lot of them are good. A lot of five stars, a lot of things. Now, the one I did see the most was Ticket Time. And I want to ask you because, you know, any restaurant I ran, um, tickets, like, 45 minute ticket time, that's a really long time to me. That's long. That's uh, really my, long. My target is 15 minutes. That's yeah. and, I, and I agree with that. Now, what's the issue of, like, consistently having 45 minute ticket times on some of the Yelp reviews? Okay. So, here's the thing. My restaurant is, I have nine tables. Mm-hmm. I'm only cleared for seven. It was a it was a cafe panini place. I have one reach-in fridge. I have two fryers. I can make four orders of wings at a time. Four. Oh, okay, okay. So, wings take 12 to 15 minutes, yeah. right? So, if I got four orders of wings in, and then my whole restaurant fill up, and all you order wings, yeah. now... Five, six, seven, eight wings is going to be a 30-minute ticket. The ninth order of wings, Mm -hmm. we're at an hour. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, what I will have the servers do now is ask if they don't mind the wings being fried in the seafood. Because I have two fryers. Okay. I have one for fish and shrimp, and I have another one for wings and everything else. Yeah. So, my restaurant is too small for the volume that we're putting out. There is no way I should be able to put out this much food. Mm -hmm. It is absolutely. What we're doing is literally impossible. It is literally impossible. I'm selling out of food by like twelve o'clock because when I get Got there, one the refrigerator yeah. is full. Yeah. And then by twelve, like, you know, so the long time ticket waits are because I just don't have enough kitchen space to yeah. feed all y'all. And I have too many tables for what my kitchen can turn out. Um so it's not, and we make everything fresh, right? Mm-hmm. So, because mm-hmm. uh, one lady was like, well, if you know everybody wants wings, why don't you just fry a bunch of wings? I said, because the one time I did that, nobody ordered nobody, wings, yeah. and I threw away 16 orders of wings. They always because got the I'm answers, not yeah. Going to, <laughs> I'm not going to give you a mediocre product. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you're spending your hard money for, you spending $25 yeah. for wings and waffles, so it needs to be fresh. It needs to be made to order. Yeah. So the issue is, I just don't have enough kitchen for y'all ordering. I stopped taking Uber Eats, DoorDash, and Grubhub orders on the weekends because I could not keep up with the amount of orders. And I still run out of food at 12. You're too late right now. I still run out of food at 12 o'clock. And then people are like, oh, well, I don't support black owned. This one, I'll go to black owned business. Y'all always run out of food. Listen, (laughs) (laughs) I I managed that California Pizza Kitchen. As a manager, I had to 86 food all the time. As a manager at the Cheesecake Factory, I had to 86 stuff all the time. As a manager at the Counter Burger, at Papado, Mm -hmm. for anybody who's from Texas, Papado, Chili's, we always run out of stuff. But it's only an issue when you're black. It's only an issue when you're black on. So I'm not black no more. (laughs) I'm delivered. Hey. <laughs> I'm woman owned. I'm LGBTQ owned. Yes. Nobody ever says that's why I don't go to woman owned restaurants. You know what else? I'm glad you said that because I think you that's your slogan. You're a woman you're three hats, right? You're, right. Yeah. <laughs> what are your three hats? I'm woman owned. Yep. I well, I'm actually certified uh minority owned. Okay. Um certified small business owned. Mm-hmm. I'm certified LGBTQ owned. Okay. There you go. So and then for those listening, uh the next time so that, that's why I wanted to ask too, because I knew I was like, you know what? Then there's something behind the 45 minute tickets, mm-hmm. the one reach in the the fryer space. I just don't have enough space. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but Small still, space. 45 minutes for that amount if of volume is good. If I got a third fryer, yeah. I would kill the game. Yeah, like yeah. if I got a third fryer, I would kill it. Not to mention, it's only like for weeks. It, I was the only cook. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like I'm literally. 
cooking everything. I'm plating everything. I don't have an expo. You're doing it's, the impossible. It's just yeah, me. yeah. And I'm like kicking this stuff out. When you get it, it's hot. When you get it, it's fresh. And the my biggest pet peeve is people are like, it was good, but it was it was worth the wait. I hate, and I know I get it, but I hate when people are like, it was worth the wait, because that means you had to wait. And so I'm doing everything in my power to make it so that people don't have to wait. Yeah, it's you're trying to, you're working with what you got, because yeah. I know kitchens and how they're set up. The, the minute you told me the amount of fryers, I knew right away, especially with the amount of wings you sell. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> and I think that's good that you shared that. I think people, the people listening and watching, they need to hear that because a lot of people don't know. Or just come yeah. during the week. Yeah. If you come on a Saturday and Sunday. You got to expect it to be. Well, and the yeah. thing that kills me is people come. Like, I remember when I first opened, I had, like I said, I got nine tables. When I first opened, I had three. And I was like, I wasn't planning on opening for dining and i was like i'm just going to do delivery and takeout at the brick and mortar and i was like they are sitting down i need some plates you know like so then i was like oh my god and then like they're like you need some more tables and i was like really (laughs) i had no idea that i needed more tables so now i bought more tables and it's like it's like we're growing or whatever but it's just like you know they're like you need a bigger space (laughs) and today my server she was like well, we're taking donations for a big Oh, shit. <laughs> and somebody was like, do a GoFundMe. I, hey. I donate. And I'm like, you lying. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not going to donate. <laughs> we got a game for you to, to uh, win a $25 gift card. I you love down? games, and I love free shit. So okay, all right. Hey. Well, I don't want you to win this game because I'm going to use that gift card after this. <laughs> all right, so the game is called Guess Who. I'm going to read you something, and you're going to guess if it's me or John. Okay. okay. Simple, right? All right. First one. One of us outside of the kitchen is a artist slash musician. And we'll reveal the answers at the end, but you can go ahead and give us, is it myself, Chris, or is it John? I'm going to say John. Okay. All them rings. <laughs> I know he can't, his voice gone, but I feel like he might do a little something, mm-hmm. something in the stoop. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> oh, and keep in mind, we, we're going to ask you five questions, and you just got to get three of them right. Okay. okay. Uh. One of us has managed the kitchen at the Cheesecake Factory. I'm going to say John. Because every every manager I worked with at the Cheesecake Factory looked like John. Oh, uh, because he's a torta? torta. Okay. Okay. One of us learned how to cook from our Japanese grandmother. I'm going to say John. Okay. Cause I feel like if three of the answers are John and two, if I say all John, then I'm getting. Oh, she might be onto this, man. Okay. <laughs> One of us used to be a semi-pro traveling gamer. I'm gonna go with you, Chris. Okay. I think you you got me. Cause y'all be getting money in them chains right now. Them <laughs> links over there giving me. I just won the game. Oh, uh, okay. The last one. One of us cooked for Gordon Ramsay on a boat for Hell's Kitchen season 12's red team. I'm going to say, I mean, because I know you did a lot of stuff, but I feel like that's a, a curveball. So I'm going to say John. John. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's go ahead and reveal these. Okay. So first one, yeah. one of us is an artist slash musician outside of the kitchen. She said, John. 
That is correct. That is, that is correct. That is, <laughs> that is correct. You know, Sean. I can't. I can't let the neutral. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I almost asked, but it would have gave it away. One of us is a crime fighter at night, but I, you know, John over here, son of Batman, son of okay, yeah, too easy. All right. One of us was a, a manager in the kitchen at the Cheesecake Factory. She said, John, that is correct. <laughs> so you just need one more now. You need one more now, okay? One of us learned how to cook from our Japanese grandmother. She said, John, that is incorrect. incorrect. That was me. I figured yeah, that yeah. was you. But I yeah, you were staring at me. I was like, oh, I don't say it, don't say it. All right, so you're going to get one more. There's two questions left. One of us was used to be a semi-pro traveling gamer. She said, Chris, unfortunately, that is correct. <laughs> yes, unfortunately. <laughs> And the last one, it doesn't matter, but one of us uh, cooked for Gordon Ramsay's Hell's Kitchen season 12 for the Red Team. She said, John, that was incorrect. It was me. Yeah. I, I figured yes. it was you, but well, there you yeah. go. You, yeah. you, won. you won. Damn it. She won, my, money. she won my Yay. gift card. <laughs> she did good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's too easy. I know. It was kind of difficult, uh, actually. <laughs> With everything that you've gone through, twenty-four years in the kitchen is an extremely long time. That's a that's a that's you're an OG in the game. I bet. <laughs> um, with everything that you balance as far as music and just being a black business owner in this world is already difficult, you know. And I'm sure you have, you know, you deal with stuff all the time as far as running a business. Financially, that's not easy. Are you genuinely happy? And I like asking chefs this because what we do is not easy. Mentally, it's not easy. Physically, it's not easy. Are you in a good space in life? My feet hurt right now. <laughs> 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 and I'm sitting down. Um, I get to do what I love to do every day. Like, I, I get to do this. And there are some moments where I'm just like, throw the whole restaurant away. You're like, just throw the whole restaurant away. Um... But then I just turned, I'm like, yo, you get to do this. La last night, yeah. uh, my girlfriend made chicken and rice. It was a, a recipe she found on TikTok. Mm -hmm. She's like, I got to do this. And so she's watching the TikTok and she's doing all the things. And seeing the way she reacted when the dish ended up the way it was supposed to end up, I was like, that yeah. is what I get to feel every day. She was like, yes, I want everybody yeah. to eat this. you know. <laughs> and I'm like, I get it, and low-key, I don't feel it to the extent that she did because, mm -hmm. like, she doesn't really cook, and so this was, like, her doing the thing. But, like, a, a bit of that is, like, I get to feel that every day. I have people every single day I work be like, can I give you a hug? Like, this is... That's a good feeling. Man, yeah. When someone wants to great. hug you from your food? Yeah, no. Man. When I tell people this is energy work, my goal mm -hmm. is for you to come to Grits and Waffles, and after you eat and leave, I want you to feel so great that you're on the 110, you're on the 101, you're on the 405, and you're like, yes, you can get in front of me. Like, I, yeah. so to be The food got to be real good for me to do that. <laughs> but to, to be able to provide that kind of thing and do what I love to do every day, I, I just, you know, I, I would like to say that I'm, I do need to work on some self-care, mm -hmm. but... um. I love what I do, and my girlfriend has been really supportive through this whole thing. Like, I know when I first opened, she was like, I did not sign up for this. Like, <laughs> this, mm -hmm. I did not know you was going to mm -hmm. be gone. Got I didn't know you were going to be working this many hours. Like, she had no idea. I had no idea. Yeah. I didn't know that it was going to be like that. But but where we are now, it's just kind of like we in it for the long haul. It's, mm -hmm. This is, we. I don't have children. This is my baby. 
you know, so it's like I got two dogs, but uh, yeah, forget yeah. those guys. But it's like <laughs> this is my baby. I get to see it grow. I get to see it flourish. I mm-hmm. get to, you know, do my mom's yeah. coming in tomorrow. She last time she was here, I had just gotten the keys for the restaurant. She oh, helped me okay. clean the oh, work table. Okay, so okay. she's never dined at Grits and Waffles. So she's gonna sit down and she eat. I'm gonna yes. sit down and eat. That's right beautiful. In between her whole shift, because I'm putting out of work. Okay. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. I love your energy. There's so, there's something about you that's just like I, I I feel like you're like a cousin or something. I just want you know you just got a family <laughs> feel about you. You said something in an interview that you did before, and I and I admired it, and I and I want to start going by it. You said that you don't like having people in the kitchen that come to work bad energy, mad and cook because you feel like when you aren't in a good mood, you're not happy. The food's not gonna come out good. It's not. Yeah. It's not. I, I want to make sure, and again, it goes back to that work-life balance. It goes back to making sure that my staff is in a good place mentally, emotionally, and physically, right? Um, I had a guy who was cooking, and he had missed the bus and was 20 minutes late. He's like, oh, my God. I, 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 he was so upset. And I said, hey, take a 15, make you something to eat, sit down, grab something to eat, and then we get back to it. I'm open six hours a day. If I got to give you 30 minutes to be good, Mm-hmm. for five and a half hours let's do that you know what i'm saying so i i need this again like i said before this is energy work the energy that i'm putting into this food you're consuming and putting in your body so it needs to be good energy and if mm. it's not why are we doing this exactly why are we doing this i need you to feel like you need that secret when ingredient. people ask for those hugs it ain't nothing like literally it's nothing that i'm doing different even though my friend she was like i swear you're doing something different to the toast I said, girl, it's just butter and bread. Yeah, like, yeah. and I put it on it's the made platter. Love. She was like, nah, yeah. And that's what I say. I was like, every, like, when people be like, oh, man, it's good. I say, can you taste the love? Right. You know, and they're like, I can taste the But it, that's a it's ingredient. a real thing. It's, yeah, it is. You have to be in the space to where you feel good. And what mm-hmm. you, one of my favorite movies in Spanish is Como Agua para Chocolate. Mm-hmm. It's like water for chocolate. And the main character, she was in love with this guy. And she couldn't marry him because her older sister wasn't married. Mm -hmm. So her mom was like, well, you got to marry the older sister. He married the older sister just to be close to her. She was, when she would cook, she was happy. People were in a great mood. And so when that happened, she was crying, cutting onions, crying. She cooking. People was throwing up. They were sick. Like they were, and it's like that kind of energy transfers. And so you just got to be in that good mood when you making the food. Like even if it's for me, because I get stressed out. I'm like, hey, let me just take, let me do what I need to do. Let me take a deep breath. Let me call Lauren and be like, yeah. talk me off the ledge because I'm about to slap. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's because it, if I'm in a bad mood, I'm not going to touch yeah. the food. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to. And that could be that 45 minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It might have been somebody pissed me off and I need, I need two minutes to get back together. I'm not going to touch the food if I'm in a bad mood because I'm not, you deserve more of my energy than that. Like you deserve good energy. And the people who eat with me look like me and they deserve five-star service. They deserve five-star food. They deserve great energy when they eat. I love that. I absolutely yeah. love that. Yeah. Well, um, it was a pleasure having you. I mean, I feel like we could talk like another <laughs> yeah. one or two hours. There's so much more I want to ask you, but you know what that means? If we didn't get through our questions, most likely she's going to come back on. Mm-hmm. We could finish up some more stuff. Um, we do have a gift for you. Yay. Other than the $25. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. You won that. You won that. Um, 
I'm here for it. All our gifts have meaning. So um, I'm going to hand this to you. There you go. Ooh, go that's a big, up. oh my it's God. Big box. <laughs> you know, my birthday is not to December, but I'm going to take it. <laughs> okay, let me, uh, we did say we could do this. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'll explain it to you for all the people listening. Oh my God. <laughs> so she I loves, love she so loves karaoke. Good. She loves karaoke. <laughs> And um, got a boom box. for a lot of you guys that don't know, because she is in the brunch industry, she has to wake up extremely early. So hey. she might not always want to go out. So yeah, we got her a super, super dope, high tech karaoke machine. I love this. She can hook up, you can hook it, <laughs> so so you can hook it up to your phone, to your TV, to oh whatever. Oh, my God. And, you know, if you don't feel like going out, but you want to do karaoke, now you got it at the that house. That is so dope. Yeah. You know what's yeah. so crazy? I love karaoke so much. The Grits and Waffles is going to start doing karaoke Thursday nights hey. in December. That could, that could be it. So, yeah. I'm, oh, my it. God. Yeah. Um, my go-to karaoke song used to be a part of your world until there was a black aerial. And now I feel like I can't sing it no more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and Creep by Radiohead. Like, okay. those are my go-to. So, I'm excited. Oh. I love it. We we opening this tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say again, it was a pleasure having you. Um, yeah. I'm going to hit you up when I go to the restaurant. I'm going to hit you up. No, right. please yeah. do. Yeah, please yeah. Do. Our only rule, though, when we go out to eat, we want to pay 100%. We don't like getting free. We, we're I'm here to support. Yeah, we're here to support. Yeah, take my money. There you go. The I'm only my... way you wouldn't pay is if we drop the ball. Okay. Which well, we won't. Uh, don't drop the ball. <laughs> I still might eat it off the floor because the food is <laughs> dropping. Our special guest, Journey Rain. It was a pleasure having you. I want to shout out the sponsor of this episode one more time, Neutral Vodka Seltzers and Humble and Arrogant. Check them out on Instagram. Humble and Arrogant is fire. Please check All him right. out. Yeah, I'm going to be posting him a lot this week. So mm -hmm. make sure you guys grab some merch. And again, um, Waffles and grits. Grits and waffles. God, well, I'm, I'm, it's alphabetical. I, I know, I know. It's I like waffles. I'm a, I'm a waffle man. Oh, then okay. you're going to <laughs> yes, love, yes. love, love grits and I'm waffles. I'm thinking waffles and then grits. Okay, grits and waffles with a Z. Grits and waffles. Damn. Check them out. I do have out. a question for you, though. Yes. What kind of waffle are you going to get when you come? The peach cobbler one. That's a cinnamon roll? <laughs> no, actually, knowing me, I'll probably get a couple of them. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm also a thorka, so. Yeah. Cinnamon roll waffle is really good. I'm getting everything. Hey. You don't got to worry about me. We're going to get everything. Oh, peach cobbler, everything. And the bacon cheddar waffle everything is fire. Everything. If Artists, you yeah. eat pork, the bacon cheddar oh, waffle I do, is fire. I eat pork, yes. I'm not supposed to, but I, I do eat it. And then you um, going to eat your cornbread waffle um, you got Yes, those. yes. Damn. They close right now, too. Oh, no. Let's go camp out. Right now. First. <laughs> oh, we didn't even get into the Yelp thing, but okay. Uh, well, no, no. Yeah, well, yeah. 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 It, it was really hard to get into the Yelp thing because your Yelp is so good. Yeah. You know, we the the biggest thing I wanted to address was the ticket times. We talked yeah. about that. Other than that, your Yelp is fantastic. Yeah, I but mean, Yelp as a company is a ripoff. Yeah, yeah, rip yeah. They try to charge you a whole bunch of money. To, Yelp yeah. is, in the words of Cardi B, it is not a reliable source. So you yes, can pay yes. to have your stuff bumped up. You can pay to have, you know, negative yeah. reviews removed. So I always say go to Google. Go to Google. Okay, that's good to know. Journey, don't trip. We are definitely going to have you back on. <laughs> We're going to have you back on, too, because we're going to go eat there, yeah, do some videos. So it's going to be a lot better to have when yeah, we have you back on. We're definitely going to have you back on. Yeah, so, well, yeah. thank you guys for tuning in to Episode 5 of the Chef Table Podcast Uncut with our guest, Journey Rain, from yeah. Grits and Waffles. Check her out, and you guys have a good one, and we'll see you next time. And Let's don't forget look. to click, like, and subscribe on YouTube. Thank you.